do a Memphis voice. What did you get at the grocery store, Phil? <laughs> I saw you with bags. Cookies? Oh, don't say cookies. Uh, oh, sorry. episode this is i have no idea episode nine <gasps> is it episode nine yeah that's why i, I said it <laughs> <laughs> welcome to party pooper podcast with phil and oh are we supposed to do each other's names i don't know i just i hate saying my own name so much okay with alethea and phil except now they're confused now they think your name's phil oh i'm pretty sure okay I could be you. I could imitate you if well, you'd like. If I was Alethea, my nickname could be Al. Yeah, some people used to call me Al. Really? Yeah, but it used to bug me. Not many, because of the song. I did never like... What never, song? I did never like that song. <laughs> you can call me Al. I'm not really... I'm not familiar with it. Paul Simon? No, not familiar with him. Yeah. Is he? Was, was he in a, another band? That name rings a bell. Was Paul Simon like in... Was he a member of another band? Like the Bee Gees or something? Simon and Garfunkel. Oh, yeah. See, that's... I knew it it made... You know, it was making a connection in my brain Mm -hmm. somewhere. That wasn't really my era, you know? That was, you know... Mm -hmm. I know what you're saying. Oh, I know what you're saying. I hear it loud and clear. Y'all bag. Oh, I'm just saying, you know, there's an age difference and... I didn't grow up with Simon Garfunkel. Oh, jeez. Very. Anyway, I don't. I don't particularly like that song, so I never really liked it. But okay. Yeah. So I cool. went through the yah yahs and the lilies and the alleys. Mm-hmm. Alicia's. <laughs> uh, Everyone calls. Oh you Alicia. well, at work at my old job, there would be a few people. There was like two people that constantly called me Alicia, but like. They just had, they struggled with the TH. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I think we've got like a ASMR coming up. Oh, yeah. If you, uh, if you want to get your ASMR beer fix, get ready. Here it goes. I'm opening the beer. Oh, yeah, that was nice. Yeah. I like that too. Yeah. Um, I'm on vacation for two weeks. That means I'm not on call. Not working, just at home, being lazy. And today's day two of vacation time. So now Alethea is working and I'm on vacation. Well, I'm sort of working. Working on something else. No, I'm just kidding. Well, you're, you're training I'm for training. your new job. That's what she yeah. means. But um, anyway, so I'm excited because that means all the, all the episodes we're recording for the next little while, I'll definitely be drinking. Probably. Probably definitely. Okay. Not that I, that, that makes it sound bad. Definitely, but maybe. Anyway. All That's right. That's a good song. So I've got 
from the Bad Tattoo Brewing oh. Company. Oops, sorry. I what? just realized it's called Possibly Maybe, not Definitely Maybe. Oh, good. That way you saved yourself uh, corrections <laughs> for that one. <laughs> one out that of was the close. multitude close of call. errors I make. Um, Bad Tattoo Brewing Company is out of Pennington, B.C. And they... Where is it from? Pennington. Pen- oh, geez. It's, <laughs> it's not... I, I, and I was like congratulating myself on how well I said it. But Pennington? you're right. It says Penticton. 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 Uh, you know, like when you say a word too many times and then it starts to lose meaning. I don't want to yeah, 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 mess yeah, this up. Yeah, but that's a thing. Anyway, Penticton, BC, in Canada. And uh, they're distinctive because all of their cans have really cool mm-hmm. old school tattoo artwork on them. Yeah, not bad at all. Not bad tattoos. Yeah. Yeah, it says bad tattoo, yeah. but I mean... <gasps> Bad tattoo could mean oh, we badass. Should totally get, we should totally look at the cans and then pick two like really cool tattoos Ooh. off of the can and and do that. That hit me right in the cheeks. Like, oh, yeah. It's um, like this little guy. I love this little guy. He was on a game I used to have on, uh, I think it was on Xbox. Okay, wait a minute. You're the talking about getting artwork from a beer can put on your body, tattooed on your body? They're cool tattoos. Why not? Look well, at the octopus with the eye, no, the squid with the eye patch and the anchor and then like Yeah, but a, a tattoo beer? should be, you know, personalized and original for, for you. Yeah. So if you see something that you like personally. I guess. I, I can't, I can't talk. Way, I have no horse flashes, in this race because I have a Popeye on my arm. So obviously I'm a sellout. Okay. But something that's already made is like a flash and you just get it. I mean, yeah. Who cares? If you like it, it doesn't have to be, don't be a tattoo snob. Okay. Well, I just, I think that. If you were going to do that, then we would have to write to them, figure oh, out that's who good. did the artwork, mm-hmm. and then uh, you know make sure credit is I like that there, and that we get permission from them to use their. Anyway, uh, gives you the sweaty cheeks again. I got this one because uh, it's summertime, and it looked like a good summertime beer, even though I don't normally drink uh, beers like this. But it's a watermelon ghost. I'm I don't know what a ghost is. I should have researched that, um, but it's good. It's sour. And, yeah, it's got a lot of spunk. Uh-oh. You're going to burp? No, I got gurgles. Oh, I don't know what that is. Sounds like some it's sort of... It's like when you feel like you're going to burp. Demon it's, possession? No. It's like your innards just kind of saying hi, and they go... Oh, yeah, okay. I think I... I'm scooping what you're it's pooping. Actually, ew. <laughs> just had to get it in there. Yeah, that's, that's what, what she, she said. said. Oh! <laughs> Damn. Cool. Well, I've got a cider valley or valley cider. Valley cider love potion. That's from Okanagan Valley, I believe. It, oh, oh, Cowichan. Oh. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Uh, Cowichan Valley? I don't know if it's Cowichan. Yeah, probably Cowichan. And, and, and. It says that it is a handcrafted cider kissed with rose petals, lavender, and Domini... What? Domi- oh, shit. Dominiana? Dam- Damiana. Damiana. Anyways, it's, it's that. Mm-hmm. Uh, transform fla- floral aromatics into savory on the palate. Pretty much tastes like you want to stare into someone's eyes for a while. Seductively delicious. 
Oh, I didn't know we were reading our... I want to read mine now then. Oh, well, you, we described yours and I yeah. I didn't taste mine, so I have no idea how to describe it. Maybe they'll hear this and then they'll send us free drinks for promoting their stuff. Mmm. Do you want to try it? Yeah, sure. I'm going to read this first though. It says, watermelon in a beer? Awesome, fresh, <laughs> fruity, tongue-teasing tartness, and just the right amount of sweetness makes this beer intensely refreshing and satisfying from the first sip to the last drop, 4.7%. Yeah, it's good. Cool. Oh, yeah, you tried that. Yeah. Do you have any... It tastes like... there's very, You can really taste the rose petals, and I love rose petal jam. I love rose petal everything. I want to oh, get sorry. that rose petal uh, harissa or rose harissa or whatever it is. Oh, yeah, I taste that. I like it. Personally, yeah, I'm not... I don't really... Yeah, it's not your thing. It's I don't really like bag. that rose petal flavor... But, uh, but yeah, it's, it's okay. All right. All right. Do you have corrections? Uh, I don't, I mean. No, you don't have any corrections? If I do, I've forgotten what I, cause it's just been too long. Although I do know the pictures that we were talking about, the Halloween pictures where we dressed up from Mad Max, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, we couldn't remember the name. The oh, of the characters. Yeah, yeah. And it was capable. I was capable and you were. Um, he was a war boy. Nux, I think it is. I don't know if it's Nux mm-hmm. or Nux. Nux. Yeah, yeah, that sounds familiar. Yeah. And they're cool. I actually really like them as characters, probably more than the actual. <laughs> the main, uh, main story characters. characters. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm very much Mad Max original, Mad Max, you know, mm-hmm. in my brain. Although I love Char- Charlize Theron, so. I like the newer movies more. And um, particularly, I like the video game. It's a really excellent Mad Max video game that yeah. really, really gets you in oh, the Oh, I Mad like the Max. movies. It's just the main character for me will always be Mel Gibson, even though oh, okay. that's problematic. <laughs> that's like when someone has like a favorite James Bond, too. Yeah. And you kind of yeah. get like... Who's your like, favorite uh, James Bond? Um, do you have one? Cause, I, I mean, do. Really? Um, yeah. Um, I mean... It, Sounds bad that he's my favorite. I can't remember his name right now. Um, Roger Moore? No, uh, the newer guy. Uh, oh, Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig, yeah. Yeah, personally, I mean, I yeah, grew up. Yeah, I really do like him, actually. As a kid, I grew up in the Pierce Brosnan, James Bond oh era. Oh, my God, I forgot about Pierce. Pierce, Pierce Brosnan, yeah. Pierce Brosnan. And he was, as a kid, he was pretty cool. And he had the... Um, what about, what's his face? He had some pretty cool cars, but... Um, but Daniel Craig did it for me. No, like, the other guy. Sean Connery. Sean Connery. <laughs> yeah, see, that was all before my time. That doesn't matter. I watched Roger Moore, and that was before my time. Yeah, I know. But, like, I just, I feel like Daniel Craig did, like, uh, he did, like, what? Oh, my God. I can't remember anybody's names. Uh, who's, give me some Batmans. Some Batmans? Batman actors. Ben Affleck? Oh, my God. Well, no. you said oh give me some God. Batman. You start with Ben Affleck, <laughs> the worst Batman ever. Um, Michael Keaton. No, um, the guy that was in um, the murder. Um, the murder. The the murder movie. Oh my God! Are you kidding me? You're telling me where he's like murder <laughs> movie. <laughs> Fuck! Are you um, talking about uh, the guy there that didn't he lose it at some point when he was? He was filming another movie. Are you talking about the guy that's in like the American Psycho movie? Yeah, American Psycho. Oh, that's uh, it. Shit, shit, shit. 
Um, oh my god, fuck, I was got a uh, fuck, what the fuck is it? Man, I'm googling so fast. Ah! <laughs> Christian Bale, Christian Bale, right? So, Dan- oh, yeah, his name is not weird. I was mixing him up with somebody else. I don't know if anybody's gonna uh understand this reference I'm trying to make, but basically, like Daniel Craig to James Bond was like yes. the uh, Christian Bale yeah, okay, of ba- of my Batmans. Yeah. I think like actually, I, Dan- brought, sorry. Uh, they brought like this gritty, realistic, yeah. like very. Um, well, it goes with the times too, right? Like it's the writers, it's the mood of, of the, the yeah. films that are being made and more at the of time. Like a, like, more of like a human, like it, it felt like uh, you could really connect with them more on like as if they were they weren't these invincible superhero yeah. over over the top. Right, they, they were, were very vulnerable. realistic. Yeah, and they Daniel got their Craig is mega hot, so you know. Yeah, and you get. I mean, uh, no one can forget the scene where Daniel don't, Craig don't. What? What are you gonna say? Gets his balls yes, smashed. Don't say it. I can't watch it. I know I'm not a dude, <laughs> but every like it seriously, I made me so uncomfortable. I don't know if he won any and awards for that movie, but he should that. have. That was excellent acting. Everybody was, you know, it was yeah. I mean, even you were. Even you feel bad for it now. Yeah, years later. I cringe. I don't like that. I don't like seeing people get their shit smacked or poked or <laughs> yeah. hurt. Like it's unpleasant. Like yeah. when a go- when they shoot somebody there. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> what do you mean when they shoot someone? Like there? in movies, when they choose to shoot somebody there, it just even on uh, April Fool's Day, where the guy is like all up in the S and M gear, and like the girl walks in, and he's got his hands over his crotch and then she like moves it and it's been chopped off i'm just like oh god maybe from another life i was a guy and i have like phantom penis pain or something well i mean girls have their own little penis it's you know a clitoris true true or maybe you just have an engorged cookie a six inch clit oh my god this has gone so wrong well (laughs) it just it brought back memories from high school there was this girl that used to say that she had like a gigantic no. clit. Like that's awful. Don't. I'm trying to stop I mean, you from going. No, I mean it's any of my friends from high school that are listening to this know exactly who I'm talking oh about. It was very God. funny, and it was like this inside joke, and like she's the one that propagated it, and it was like this run. It was it just it got more and more exaggerated over time, and it was just really Jeez. funny. Yeah. So. And, you know, and then, yeah, it got weird because then people that didn't know her heard about this thing and then they thought that she, but she was totally normal. She had all the normal uh, proportions, but this thing had been uh, going on for so long and been exaggerated for so long that it kind of took on its own life, you Mm -hmm. know? I'm slightly regretting my choice now and no shade to Valley Cider, but I feel like, (laughs) like the bottle is smaller Mm-hmm. in comparison to what you would normally have. And I feel like this is to be enjoyed differently than just sitting down and drinking it like this and probably in a much smaller... Well, so that's not like the same shape as a beer bottle. That looks like a miniature wine it, bottle. It, it's, sm- it's 350. No, but like the shape itself, it looks like a miniature wine bottle as oh, opposed yeah, to yeah, a, yeah. a beer bottle shape. Yeah, it just tastes like if I had um, a dessert or something with it and just had a small, like not maybe like a port glass, something bigger than a port glass, but just... Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's just hard to kind of just. It's a little much. Yeah, or maybe I just need to take smaller sips. It's just I'm not used to that. Well, next time so. we'll get you a good sour 
or something. Yeah, sure. Well, I picked out a couple of good ones, so no problem. So do you want to, uh, I don't want to like poop all over the, cause I've got my own. Yeah, no, I was actually, I was just going to say like, cause you're talking about your high school friends and I was going to say, well, speaking of friends, uh-huh. cause as usual, I'm not like super prepared, but, um, yeah, I just thought like it would be cool to kind of just talk about the plight of being an adult and trying to make friends. Okay. It's difficult. Yeah, it can be difficult, yeah. And I think it's, you know, like maybe if you're in your hometown or, you know, you've moved somewhere where you already have connections and stuff, it's a lot easier. But, like, we've been here two years and almost two years, and Mm -hmm. it's really difficult. It's really difficult. And part of it is, yeah, because obviously not getting out a lot makes things more complicated. Oh, yeah. And, like, you know, it just in general is is harder as an older person, I think, to meet people that you connect with because you're not necessarily in the same environments. You're, like, at home or you're at work. Um, you're pro- you might be going out, but it's just, yeah, it's not. Unless you're, like, doing something like a specific hobby where you're going to be encountering different people, it's not like we're going to go to the bar and then just saw, sidle up to, like, you know, another Yeah, before you know it, people think we're swingers or something. Right. Well, not that there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying, like... But it doesn't make it easy to make friends if it people think you're yeah. trying to hook up with them. And also, we are child-free, so that makes it difficult because um, it just... That connection isn't necessarily there because in, in my my um experience just like you meet people and like they want to do the couple thing and they have kids and if you don't have kids that can be kind of weird because you're not usually like their kids and then your kids kind of hang out or whatever yeah or they're they have a lot more responsibilities to do things with their kids they may not be able to get out and do things like i tried to make a friend and like i was trying to figure out stuff for us to do and it was just like well you know, I can't really do any of that stuff because I can't get a babysitter or whatever. And it's just mm-hmm. makes things comp- complicated. And like, obviously, my goal was not to like be tied to another house. It would be to get out and explore. And because it's such a beautiful place, I want to be able yeah. to embrace that while we're here. And then, then you got to throw into the whole mix of other things like um, the fact that we're vegan. And for me, it's not really. Uh, it's not like a deal breaker if somebody is not vegan. I'm not like, all right, you know, vegan militia, you're not, I can't talk to you because you're not vegan. That's not like it. However, there's like two sides to it. It's like sometimes I feel like people don't necessarily want to, uh, they, they refrain from asking you to participate in things because they feel like, oh, well, you know, it's going to be hard for us to do it if there's going to be... It's too complicated. It's too complicated. They're judging but me. It's not usually complicated. Yeah, and then there's the whole judging thing or whatever um, on either way, I guess. And then on our side, it's kind of like, well, while you're not necessarily saying, I don't want to hang out with people that are vegan, you obviously don't want to be like having conversations about like hunting and stuff like that like you can't talk about those things because it, it can yeah it can make it more difficult yeah. because i mean when you, you're, you can't oh sorry when when you're spending time with friends you don't always want to be having those conversations right and a lot of the time when people aren't vegan and they hang out with people that are vegan like usually 
we end up getting asked a lot of those questions or it becomes a debate every time you hang out and your entire identity to them is that you're a vegan. And so like, that's, that's why I love so much about meeting Barry because whenever I hang out with Barry, he's never going to ask me. You're going to soon have to call this podcast. Where's Barry? (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, soon enough, we'll get Barry on the podcast at some point, but, um, but yeah, like, like he's never going to ask me like, Oh, well, if you were stuck in a plane crash or whatever, would you eat another person to survive? That's not vegan. Or like, where do you get your protein? Or like, did you think about this and that? Or like, you can't save the world. Well, it or, depends how someone asks. I don't want to deal too, with all right? that stuff all the time, you know? No, but it, it depends when someone asks because they're genuinely interested and, and they're not there to like troll you. But like my thing is if someone's going to be talking about, like I said, like hunting or fishing or whatever, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I just I can't even imagine it because, you know, for me, it, it just I don't feel like we have the right to do that. Like it's not a necessity to do that. And for me, all life is precious. So, you you know, it, I just can't see myself doing that. And then I would kind of hope that it would just stop there. But then if it continues to like you're describing how delicious your meal was or what like right. that can kind of make me un- uncomfortable because I don't want to continue and end up being preachy and but at the same time like I've got all these visions in my head of what's happening and it just makes me you know uncomfortable so yeah, I you think, try to avoid that kind um, of thing John Hodgman talked about uh trying to lessen everyone's mental load and so anything we can do to be kinder to each other mm-hmm. or whatever. And also thinking about the situations that we're putting ourselves in. Yeah. And so he said, it's important to realize that, you know, if, even if you are totally down with hanging out with non-vegans, sometimes that can increase the mental stress load yeah. just in general. And yeah. it's nice. I guess what I was trying to say about hanging out with Barry or another vegan couple or something would be that we wouldn't have that um, that additional layer mm-hmm. of, of stress or whatever. And we could just it, get stressed it, out about normal things. Yeah. Like, Although it, it can stuff. be stressful if you're with somebody else that like another person that's vegan and they're judging, literally judging every single person. And I mean, it's one thing to want to educate people, but it's wow. another thing if you're just, you're not actually doing anything. You're just judging people like that's Vegan not, or non-vegan, there's plenty of people out yeah, there that yeah, yeah, yeah. like to you're judge right. people Everybody for judges. all kinds of reasons. That's true. That's true. And we all need to work on that. I mean, I'm all for helping people to, you know, I think we all need to help each other see each other's point of view and stuff like that. But um, anyway, the whole point is, whether you're vegan or not, that could be a factor in trying to make friends. Yeah, yeah. sorry. I just totally got on it. No, it's fine. But it goes into how um, when you're trying to make strong, long lasting friendships, obviously, it's nice to be able to hang out with people that share your core values. Mm hmm. Right. Yeah. And then as far as like, I don't know, I, I had looked into whether there was like an app for that. And so I tried We3. Yep. But uh, it didn't really. What's going on with your eyebrows? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I thought you were trying to telepathically communicate something. And No, I'm I was not... going to ask you about that. So I was just oh. like, like my head was going like, uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> and I said, yeah. I saw I saw this weird expression on your face, and then I got all distracted. Sorry. Okay, sorry. All right. Well, anyway, mm-hmm. uh, We3 is kind of a cool, like, the idea is cool, but there's, like, not enough people on it. So mm-hmm. it 
it hasn't been able to match me up with anybody locally. And they only match you up with guys. No, they... they oh, I uh, thought you told me they only match you up with guys. Uh, yeah, well, so far. But, like, they, uh, you have an option that says, do you want to only match up with your gender or with okay. whoever? And then um, it... I mean, it's cool because it goes through a huge personality test and asks you about all kinds of stuff. Oh, my God. I'm definitely not doing it because now I'm, now, now I'm worried. What if I do it? And they're like, you have, like, the worst personality and nobody matches with me. No, that wouldn't happen. How do you know? There's definitely other people. Anyway, because, uh, and, and then it creates, like, a little um, mental map thing. And you can see how closely other people match with you. And mm-hmm. they actually do match you up with people that um, think like you and have values that are closely aligned like you. Um, what about geographically? Can so you, you can set a geographic limit. Unfortunately, right. like, nobody around here is using it. So I had to... I ended up having to select like worldwide, which can be cool. Like I met well, a guy from Germany people and moving here now, so maybe guy from uh, Arizona and um, there was a girl I met uh, in Romania mm-hmm. and another one in Russia or something. But that chat didn't end up like a lot of them will start and we'll say hi and whatever, but then they'll just kind of fizzle away because we're not putting in the work to stay in touch. So I only right. have one. I only have, okay, I only have two chats that have, like, continued, but even then, we're not really, like, talking every day or anything, or we're just kind of touching And that's the other thing. Like, what if you just don't have a lot going on? Like, like, for example, when you call, like, your mom, or I call my mom, like, it's, like, one thing to be, like, yeah, hey, how you doing? Just checking in to say hi and see how things are going or whatever. And then that's kind of it. Like, you don't really, like, nothing yeah. new. There's not really that much new going on. Now, you've got these two people that you're trying to talk to. and <laughs> Yeah, and that's I, probably like, why at the beginning it's really interesting learning about them and where yeah. they are and their lives and whatever. And then afterwards you're just like, yeah, things are things are okay. Well, that's one of my issues is not only trying to make friends, but trying to keep connection with people that I want to stay in touch with. I just feel like I either don't really have much to say in the sense that there's nothing new going on, or I don't have happy things to say. Mm -hmm. So then I have to like make a bunch of bullshit small talk and literally just be like, you know, what are you watching on TV? What kind of music are you listening to or whatever? Because it's not like I'm, I can, you know. Yeah. It's like with, uh, like Jeff, he's one of my oldest friends mm-hmm. ever or even Tim. And it's like, I'd like to talk to them more often, but like, I don't really have that much to say. Like, yeah, I think yeah. I'm still good. And you know, I, I haven't, it's not really anything interesting. I hope nobody takes offense to the fact that I use the term child free. I just, I chose to say that because I don't like saying childless. I think child free is the weird and like general. Like to me, when you say you're childless, it almost sounds like it could be something sad. Like you, oh yeah, you know, or it could be like, yeah, to me, it sounds, it just sounds, but that's why people use the term child free to make it like a positive choice. Yeah. Or a positive thing that they're child free. And not child. Yeah, it just in my head I said it, and I'm like, it kind of sounds like you're saying I'm free. <laughs> oh, I am. Well, but you, when yeah, I, say I know that. we are. <laughs> no offense to anybody out there with kids, but like it, it was an active decision. Yes, we had made an active decision. You had made your active decision since you were super young. I known for ever. So yeah, 
you know, that can be, that can be tough too. Like all my old friends, like they're, they've all had kids or are having kids. Yeah. And, and that's not to say that, no, but you know, it, I don't, it's not to say that I don't like kids. It has it, nothing to do with it that It just at becomes all. like a, I, I do not like kids. Yes. I know you don't, record. everyone knows, even though they sure as shit like you, buddy. Like it's like cats. That you cannot creeps like me cats out even more. Just, it's, Cause then they'll come up to me. And they're like getting closer and closer to me proximity wise. Yeah. And then kids are like really dirty generally, or they have like, it's like a slobbery dog. Like they they put their fingers in their hands. You're worried about dirty children as if, as if you're like, yeah, but I keep so clean, but I, I'm okay with my dirt (laughs) and my mess. That's true. I don't want a kid's mess. You know, it just creeps me out a little bit. There's something there. We're going to get to the bottom of this one day, but there is something there with you and your weird. No, sorry, that's wrong. I shouldn't shame you, but there's something there with the dirt obsession. (laughs) Like, I'm obsessed with stuff being left out and not being wiped off. Think about it. A kid takes his hand. He puts his hand in his mouth. Memphis eats (laughs) poop. And then kisses us. Well, Memphis is so cute, but <laughs> but they take their cold, wet little oh hands and they fucking want to. They want to touch you with it. They're always cold. Well, my hands are always always cold because they're small and they have none, they don't have enough lot, body heat. I guess. Anyway, so they, you know, I don't mm. want slobbery fingers, sticky slobbery fingers touching me. That's hilarious. That reminds me of when we were. Oh my god! Now we're always talking about Barry, but it just reminds me of when we were with berries and and. His little kid had Julian? berries. Julian was giving me berries. And, and he's I didn't so even, cute. I didn't even think it. I was just taking it, putting them in my mouth. And then afterwards, I think in the car, I was like, oh, did, did that bother you? Because <laughs> I was. And I felt so bad because he gave me one. He was such, he was so nice. He was sharing yeah, he's and such a queen, he really cute. likes them, but he was giving them away. And, and like, so I had to take it, but then I kind of had to hide it because I didn't want to eat it. Because you're so it weird. Had been in his oh, l- I'm sorry. I keep shaming you. I can't help it though because it's just like. But it's not his fault. Anybody could have given me that, and I wouldn't have wanted to eat it. But um, your body will hand. build the antibodies to fight off Ugh. the germs. It's yeah, it just, like when you drop stuff on the floor here, and then you eat it. Like I gotta say, there's way more gross stuff that has been on our floor. Like we've walked in here with our shoes. Think about all the things that are out there. And I'm sorry. Yeah, I know, but it's different. It's not saliva. And you, like, I'm and imagining my, you as a child. It's all saliva <laughs> you must have based. Been like, I just don't want. Anything relating to saliva or tangent to saliva is a no-go. Phil, as a child, was, like, wearing mouth gear covered completely, gloves. What? You didn't touch your own face, your own mouth. You're so clean. No, obviously, I was a child at some point, and I was probably just the same as all children or whatever. Picking gum up off the ground and eating it. Oh, my God, no. I bet People you do that? Yeah, people Why? do it. I don't know, but I've seen kids do it. Oh. I really hope I never did that. Oh. It's been wiped from my memory. Oh, but I'm having yeah. all these images of like taking gum from a desk or a thing or, or mm-hmm. a wall or something and putting it in your mouth. Why would anybody like, first of all, the whole five second rule thing is bogus, but there is something to like they did it on Mythbusters where, mm-hmm. you know, uh, like a dry food of some kind or whatever is going to pick up less stuff. Anything that is more wet, more sticky, or whatever is going to pick up more germs and things. And nothing is more sticky and wet and, and malleable and conforms to a surface than gum, a gum that's been pressed into a desk or, or the floor. Like mm-hmm. that's literally the worst thing you could put in your mouth. What about the people that keep it behind their ear? Why would you do, why would, 
What oh, are no, you I've talking seen, about? I've seen that in movies. Who does that? People are chawing away and then they just like stick it behind their ear. Maybe a cigarette or something behind the ear. No, I've no, seen, I've but... seen it in movies. God. And why are people still smoking? It's 2020. Yeah, we yeah, are. I don't know. No wonder we don't have any friends. <laughs> yeah. See, look, look who's judgy. I know. Look at us go. Get on that judgy bandwagon. Boop, boop. Well, I don't know. Maybe there's other people that are it's ju- hard. judgy the way we're judgy, it's and then hard. we can be friends. That's dangerous. And that brings me to my next thing. You want to surround yourself with people that you want to be like, right? You don't want to be around negative people. You want to be about around positive people. But right. if we're being negative, then that makes it very difficult because Basically, that's all. I know you don't believe in this, but you do send out an energy. I believe that, and that's what you're going to attract. So, which is why when I'm like, "Oh, I'm in such a great mood," and da da da, and then some tool comes along and wrecks my day, I'm like, "Why did that happen?" Like I was sending all the good vibes out, but I think it's like residual, residual negativity is out there from me, and so yeah, it's hard. It's true because like we came here, and I was like, "All right." Fresh, clean slate. Let's do this. <laughs> Let's get all the goodness in. I don't <laughs> <And> know. Unfortunately, <clears throat> not that I haven't met any any great, amazing, nice people. That's not true. I have. Yeah. I just unfortunately don't get to spend tons of time with them. But you know, it's it's frustrating. I don't know about the residual energy thing, but I do agree that you know you do need to surround yourself with people that you want to be like, yeah. and you also have to. Keep that in mind because if you have been hanging around with a certain group for a really long time, sometimes you have to take a look at it and say, you know, are these people helping or hurting my life and where I want to go? And, mm-hmm. you know, because sometimes I've, I've totally been in situations where I've, you know, hung out with people that I realized were actually negative influences on my life and yeah. making me, you know, hurting my self-esteem or hurting you know, my habits and stuff. even working with people like that, because you bring that home with you. And then, you know, that can, yeah, you spend that a lot of time, be, more, more time, arguably with coworkers than exactly. you do with your friends. Sometimes, and it, right? it doesn't mean it has to be everybody. It can just be a few people. And especially if it starts early, then it gets very hard to shake that. And then, yeah, that sucks. It really <laughs> sucks. It's hard to break. It's a hard habit to break. So what's the plan? What's the solution to finding a friend? I don't know. I know you adult. at one point, you had tried the whole like finding friends using the Facebook thing that didn't work out so great for me, but. Well, I mean, that's, that's how I found Barry. I posted on a Facebook, a local Facebook group. I think it's a little different for, I don't know, man. I feel like it's a little different for women or girls, I guess. Cause I have this weird thing where I really do have difficulty connecting with people that are my own age. doesn't mean I want to go on ragers out in the club, mm-hmm. but it, I mean, part of it is because... I don't even think we have a club. Yeah, there's clubs. Well, I mean, Here? they do it at the hotels. They do like... Um, like disco nights and stuff like that. Yeah, they do like all kinds of events here. Well, man, they haven't been doing anything for the longest right. time, but... previously um but yeah sometimes you have to drive out a little farther which you know that means you're not driving if you're going to drink or whatever sorry i interrupted you don't want to go on rages or anything but yeah but it would awfully it would be awfully nice to when everything is a little more relaxed it would be nice to find you know someone that likes to go out dancing and i mean i can't dance but i'll dance anyways Mm -hmm. you know but yeah that likes to do those kind of things and like we'll 
want to try, I don't know, rock climbing or will want to try surfing or and not care that they're going to make an ass out of themselves because, like, I want to do all that stuff. I want to try it. I'm not – like, here there's a lot of athletes, and so that's kind of dif- difficult to get involved with that because, you know, unless you're a not novice, am I saying – no, novice is somebody that knows what they're doing, right? No. Or is it a new person? Yeah. Novice and amateur, the same thing? Yeah. All right. All right. So that's what I mean. So it's hard to, when you see like certain groups or whatever, you're kind of like, oh, well, I'm not really up there. So there are some sports team stuff. I've heard of like a women's soft pitch. Oh, no, no, no. I don't mean like, I'm sorry. I don't mean like an actual like game like that, like a sport like that. Okay. I I have no, like no coordination. I run away from things being thrown at me. A lot of people that join these sports teams don't really aren't, aren't good or don't know how to play or whatever. Yeah, but it's not even about, I I don't like stuff being thrown at me. Like anything involving balls coming at my face. (laughs) That's what she said. Or like soccer you know, or like standing around. Like sometimes softball was fun to play when we play with my old job sometimes because it was kind of just a laugh and you do it like once a year. But that kind of thing is is not really. I'm not the majority of enough. sports involve balls. Well, I like things like I would do hiking and running okay. and climbing and and whatever on the water. You know, those kinds of things mm-hmm. interest me more. Okay. You know, even someone that likes to do like Zumba classes, I like to do stuff that I feel kind of f- free when I'm doing it. Not, yeah, you know, I don't know how to explain it. There's like a like a free dance thing. That's really cool. I'd like to do that. Like the the cost is free, or no, the dancing it's is free. Free movement, and you just I don't know if you ever saw the episode. Where, like, Phoebe and Rachel things. go running and their arms are, like, waving around all over the place. You just move however you want to move. Like, that That <laughs> sounds so freeing and awesome and just really, yeah, it just sounds really cool. I'd like to do something like that. Like but the most hippie thing you've ever said. <sighs> but that's fine. If that's what makes you happy, by all means, go free Well, dance. I think it could be liberating. I think you, oh my you God, would enjoy that's doing my it. Nightmare. You yeah, but that's my why nightmare. you should try to do it, right? I think if I was going to do like a free free dance thing or whatever, I would have to be like ayahuasca or some. I would have to be on some kind of like psychoactive. Oh my god! I don't think I could do that. But you got to you know? get over that. Why? Why do I have to? The whole point is to feel free and be liberated I feel and good. let yourself go. No, like, I feel good. <laughs> I feel good the way I am. I feel like you make yourself a lot of rules, but. <laughs> But, you know, you do you. Yeah, but that's my jam. I like to live in my little rule yeah. palace, you know, with mm-hmm. structure and uh, where I can anticipate what's happening and yeah. have control. And all right, control all right, is, is all my right, happiness. You know? Anyway, yeah, so it's just, it would be nice to, I don't even remember what, what the frig I was saying, but, like, it would be nice to kind of be able to find people to do that stuff with. And I just find that... Like you put the shout out to guys and they're able to, <clears throat> you're able to like get that feedback and it's not necessarily the same thing for girls because like 90% of the time. Well, there was that super cool lesbian vegan that wrote back to my thing. 
Oh, right. Remember her? But then COVID well, I happened. I don't remember and her. I mean, I recall that, yeah. that you said that. Anyway, COVID happened and then we never got to meet up. I know, but then I'm like up. riding your coattails like, oh my God. No, but I haven't like, met her yet. Like, we're not actually friends yet. So she, you could just swoop in and steal hers. But my, that's not right. She was responding to your thing. She might think, oh, I'm a total dud and not want to hang out with me. And I don't even give a crap no if it's way. a girl or a guy. Like I, way too cool I've for had, that. like, the majority of my life, the majority of people I've hung out with have been guys. It doesn't mean I've never hung out with girls. It just means that the bulk of it has been guys. It just is always that way. So, like, I'm totally down with that. But, like, as an adult, that makes it difficult because then you don't want to, like, give the wrong impression either, you know? Yeah, guys are creepy. Well, girls can be creepy, too. Yeah. <laughs> well... Yeah, so maybe this could be a good compromise. I don't know. Hanging out with uh, And if you're a homebody and what you want to do is hang out home, play games, all day, well, it's going to be hard. To, you're just going to find more people that are like that. You're never going to get out of that bubble of being home oh, and man. playing video it games. It would be so cool to meet a friend that played video games. What are you talking about? That's so easy. But that's you, not, you, you want to, you, you should meet people that make you want to grow and like, like learn and like appreciate different things out of life otherwise you're just you're just staying in that same i've never had a friend to like just have some beers and play video games with i've never had that that yeah. sounds awesome well i'm sure but wh- you play online all the time yeah but i'm usually not talking to anybody i'm well, not being social your or own choice you i don't have a microphone dink. so i don't get any social anything out oh, of it. all right well yeah i lost my train of thought i was about to say something well, you've uh, you've inspired me. I think I'm gonna hook up a microphone to my computer and try to make some friends with some thirteen oh, year olds that are playing the game that I'm playing. Enough time down there, and they already. can call me. Uh, they can call me all kinds of names and stuff. And I don't think it'll be fun. You should be aiming for children. I'm not. And That's just who's playing. As your friend. Well, that might tell you something, hon. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm putting it out there for anybody that's listening right now. I'm playing Destiny Two. But I'm open to the division, too. You could play with somebody right here if you play scary games and not get mad that I will walk into a wall for 90% of the game. Okay, well, if you practice playing Portal, you, then... You make me practice <laughs> stupid games. I don't know if anybody out there How has... How can I get good if I'm only doing things I don't like? You need to learn your uh, hand-eye coordination for moving and looking. Yeah, but if you I'm just playing a the... game that's scary and I'm going to learn it doing something that I like... It doesn't matter if I don't win or get to the end or whatever. Everybody at home doesn't understand how frustrated Alethea gets playing <laughs> video games. It's scary. It's very scary. <laughs> so right now she's at the side scroller level oh, for God. controller aptitude. And I don't like split screen. That's an absolute. That's a no for me. And um, and unfortunately, most of the games that are side scrollers or that are multiplayer on the same screen are cartoons, and she doesn't like those because they're too childish. And so it's been uh, it's been tough. But if you played Portal, you would learn to move and look at the same time using both the joysticks, and then we could we could evolve into like Resident Evil and other games. But like I that. could still learn by playing things that interest me more. Because I would dedicate more time, and I don't want to dedicate too much time to it. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I gotta, I gotta get my shit together. I gotta, I gotta get my life going here. Like, yeah, but I'm looking for like a fire team partner for like Destiny Two. You know what I mean? Yeah. So well, you if anybody, just let me play and be awful. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Can't you just set up like a second game? You know what? We're going to do it. I'm going to set it up. I'm going to record it and we'll see. Maybe we'll put a clip in a future podcast of you and you're gonna make playing fun video of games. No, we're not going to make fun of that you. That will build my self-esteem. We're going to put a clip of what it sounds like when you freak out playing video games and it'll be it'll be funny. Okay. In a non insulting way. I don't know. I was going to be <laughs> having fun. Well, we'll see. It's funny. We'll see. Mm-hmm. We maybe we will, maybe we won't. But anyway, but if anybody else is listening, and uh, you can invite me to your Destiny 2 clan. Please uh, send me a shout out. Mm-hmm. Partypooperpodcast at gmail.com. Because I can't figure out how to join one. So I'm pretty sad. Yeah. So in the meantime, not having a lot. I mean, obviously right now, especially, there's not a lot to do. But, you know, what we're doing with our free time, like walking mm-hmm. Mr. Memphis. Oops, I get away from the mic. Walking Mr. Memphis. Exercising more? Uh, I mean, I'm not doing great on our on my um, my goal for this month. I really am super hesitant to because I still have pain, and I'm really I'm I'm really stressed out that I'm doing something to myself. Well, you're still I, recovering from surgery. I know, and I need to go to the doctor, and I don't want to because obviously I don't want to go there. But yeah, so I haven't been great with the whole weight training, as I said I was going to do, but. The walking part, I got down pat. Like, that's a no-brainer for me because I need that in my day. I need it twice a day. It's, it's peace of mind, and it feels good to move and all mm-hmm. that stuff. I did arms but, arms today. Oh, great. That's good. Did, like, core legs yesterday. Mm-hmm. Starting, to, starting to feel sore a little bit. But I'm going to keep it up, especially because yeah. I'm on vacation. Yeah, I'd re- I'd really like to start working my core more. That was the thing she told me not to do, but I mean, it's been so long now. I just want to be sure, but I definitely want to do that because I I don't know. I feel like if I don't do it, I feel like I need to do it because I need to have a strong base for other things. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and yeah, other than that, just watching a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of shows. Oh, I, don't I watched like that TV because. Did you watch the marvelous I, Mrs. Maisel? I watched it today. I can't believe I never even Episode dawned one. on me to ever watch that show, and it just so happened. Oh, I got something to tell you. Anyway, it just so happened I fell on that, and I was like, "Let me see what the all the you know uh, what's the word I'm looking for, what the brouhaha is about this thing, you know?" And and I really liked it. You didn't like it? Well, what I was gonna say is that you came. To me, and you said, I watched a show, it was super amazing, and then you proceeded to tell me the entire first episode, like, play-by-play. Oh, I'm sorry. And then, yeah, I did get around to watching it, but I felt like I had already seen it, because you already told me, But you like, asked me what, what it was about. Me, I, know, I know, but when someone says, hey, what was it about? Like, you were, you literally played it out for me, like, you were so excited about it. Well, it was, I did, I honestly did not know how to describe. It's, it's fine, but I'm just saying. What that was about. Episode one, I felt like I had already seen it. So it was kind of like, uh, well, I haven't watched past episode one. It was really just, especially the last part. I was like, this is really good. I want to keep watching. Yeah, it was. It was very good. I did like it. And I think that that can be like our new show that we're watching. So, yeah, because we do watch Seinfeld together. But most of the time, it's funny. I don't remember being as upset as I get right now when I watch Seinfeld. Literally every episode I say, I fucking hate George. I can't stand him. I can't stand you. He just drives me nuts. I think it's Jerry that drives me crazy because of Kramer. 
So like, I don't understand who would just leave their door unlocked like that <laughs> or all eat the time. all their food and who would let somebody come in and eat all their food and do all this stuff or let, um, Newman into their uh, house yeah, and Newman like, me out why would you leave your I door don't think unlocked I like that? Like any of the cat, I mean, and I dislike, uh, dislike Jerry for letting himself get walked all over like that. Yeah, but they're all they're none of them are actually they're nice. They're like it's weird because they're not nice. They're not nice people. They're not designed to be. It's not a happy go lucky show. Yeah, it was never written so, that way. Yeah, you know, it's just so weird. But yet we, yeah. You know, well, we're almost there. We got like. A season and a half for something left, or two seasons left. Yeah. But on that note, I did start watching. Um, I was so happy. I can't, for the life of me, remember what podcast I was listening to, but they mentioned the show Insecure, and I was like, oh, yeah, I should check that out. So I went to to check it out, and I, like, a couple of seconds into the first episode, I'm like, oh, my gosh. I had started watching that show, like, I guess it's years ago. And I only saw the first episode and then I didn't have access to it anymore after I watched that. And I was super bummed out. And like that streaming service, I just, I couldn't get it. It was never working that link. And I was like, ah, whatever. And I moved on. So I was super happy because I'm really into it. Like I really, really like it. And the actress Issa Rae, oh my gosh, she's really cool. I really like her. Okay. Yeah. And well, because she's always like rapping, right, in it, and it's really good. But it's just an all-around good show. But I like it when they like something will happen, and then she kind of is off to the side, like usually like in a bathroom or something, looking in the mirror, and she's like rapping about like how she really feels about whatever's going on. Okay. Yeah, it's it's really good, and the soundtrack is really good too. Cool. So yeah, the, the I should soundtrack sounds so lame. The Spotify playlist to the. To the seasons or whatever. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's really, it's really good. I like it. And I really hope, I'm really looking forward to the second season of Dave coming out because I really like the first season. Cool. Yeah. Uh, is it time for me to poop on everything now? Sure, go for it. Take a big dump. <laughs> good. All right, so I'll try to not go on too long, but we do have to cover some personal finance. So last time we talked about budgeting... Do I need to stay here? No, you can just go. Uh, last time we talked about budgeting. So, yeah, you have to figure out needs, wants, where your money's going, what's coming in, all that stuff. That's like step zero. A lot of people would say that the very first step after you know what's coming in and going out, where you're spending your money and where you're allocating. Are you going to make a poop joke? No. Okay. <laughs> your face says otherwise. Uh yeah, so your first step after that is an emergency fund and specifically like your baby emergency fund. So like everybody's emergency funds are going to be different. Um, the like traditional advice is that you should have three to six months of living expenses in your emergency fund. So you should do that based on like a family unit of whatever your family's uh, living expenses are for three to six months. So that doesn't mean three to six months of income. It just means three to six months of bills you absolutely have to pay like groceries and your phone and your mortgage and rent or whatever mm -hmm. without any of the extra stuff. Like it's assuming that if you had a serious emergency or whatever that you would shut off, maybe put a pause on like investing and some other things or going out to eat and stuff like that or whatever if you had to pay down uh, if you needed the money for something else. So, um, but that's going to depend uh, widely based on what it is you do for a living. So if you are uh, self-employed, 
your contractor and you have a bunch of different gigs and stuff, then you may want like way more than six months. You may want like nine months or even up to a year of expenses as your emergency fund because your your work might be a little bit more um, in flux or whatever. And if you have like a really, really stable job, although I'm sure a lot of people now are thinking about like, oh, I thought I had a really stable job, but mm -hmm. maybe it wasn't as stable as I thought. Um, but if you do have a super stable job that you absolutely know isn't going to, like if you're a doctor or a nurse or something, then chances are you're not going to be uh you know losing your job anytime soon and so um you could maybe scale back like towards the shorter end like three months but you got to remember that emergency fund isn't just for if you lose your job it's also for things like um like we're in canada so major medical expenses aren't something we normally need to think about but um a lot of people even if they have dental covered um, a lot of those dental expenses, even if you have a plan, can add up to quite a lot because not everything's covered. Well, your car could have something yeah. that's not covered or your Absolutely. deductible isn't, you know? Yeah, your car and um, or transportation or whatever. And or your pet. Or your pet. I was, yeah, I was going to bring that up too. So if you have a pet um, or if you own your own home as opposed to renting, mm -hmm. then you need to think about things like what could go wrong in your house. Even if you don't own your own home, if you're, well... Washer and dryer, something like that. Yeah, like your appliance, basically like... Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Anything can happen. Yeah, and, um, and then part of that also is thinking about like what are the things that could go wrong and doing a little uh, thought experiment and writing down even on a piece of paper, like what are all the things that could go wrong? So like let's say... For us, let's say one of our neighbors set their house on fire and it ended up coming over to to us and our place uh, burned down or got flooded or something, even though we have um, home insurance, like rentals, rental insurance that would help us with that, we would still be out of here. And the, the insurance that we have would help cover like our hotel expenses and stuff. Mm -hmm. But we might think like, well, before we can get resituated and whatever, that could change like the distance that we have to come to work and additional expenses that we might incur that wouldn't be covered by insurance or, you know, stuff like that. So, yeah. Um, and, and you would want to think about, well, if there is a major risk that I'm exposed to um, that I need to include as part of my emergency fund, mm -hmm. is there maybe insurance that I should be getting for that? Like, should I consider rental insurance or additional home insurance? And it's a good time to audit, your uh your home insurance and see what is and what isn't covered because a lot of home insurance policies maybe exclude earthquakes or exclude flooding or whatever depending on where your home is and what uh they included or excluded so definitely something to check out something to think about for how much insurance you have and for what it what it's for make sure you read the fine print and then also think about the things that could go wrong but generally as you're getting started, not to get overwhelmed, it's a good idea just to save $1,000. So $1,000 is a good starting point just to make sure you have in the bank. So it's a good idea once you have your budget and you know how much extra you have at the end of the month. And if you don't have extra, then you need to be thinking about where you can cut or try and make additional income and save up that 1000 bucks aggressively. And then after that, um, you can include it as like a budget line like I can afford to save X amount per month and I'm going to uh, add that to my emergency fund. So there's no need to go crazy and try, you know, going balls to the wall and saving up six months of 
of uh, living expenses because um, you're going to wear yourself out and get really like frustrated with your life because you're not going to have any money for anything. Um, but it's a good idea to keep that as part of your uh, rolling, um, like as a budget item to, to put away every month so that you can over time build up that emergency fund. And even once you, um, like every year, you should just audit yourself and say like, hey, did my living expenses change or am I exposed somewhere? Like maybe, you know, my car is getting older or I don't know, I, I have a kid now or, you know, uh, whatever. There could be something that changed where you, you might want to have more money or change the amount that you're shooting for. Right. Um, and then finally, where do you put your emergency fund? So emergency fund is, first of all, it's not a line of credit or a credit card or just available credit anywhere. It's emergency fund is not a HELOC. Um, what? A HELOC, home equity line of credit. Oh, my Lord. You had a HELOC. Listen, man, I'm just saying, maybe not use fancy schmancy terms. Well, okay, well. Most, Dumb it down for at least me. Most people that own a property, like, for example, mm-hmm. Alicia owned a condo. And it's all a blur. I don't remember anything anymore. A lot of people end up getting, because uh, banks love to sell them mm-hmm. debt. And so a lot of people um, end up getting offered by their bank a line of credit, right? which is secured against their asset, which is their home. Mm-hmm. And so they'll give you a lower interest rate because um, the repayment of that line of credit Are is you tied to the your home house. line plan. Yeah. So when you say HELOC, I don't know what that is. Okay, so colloquially, <laughs> it's generally referred to as a HELOC because that's the abbreviation for home equity line of credit. So what happens is if you can't pay that back, they're going to pay it back through your through seizing your ass at your house, right? Seizing your ass. Seizing your ass at your house. Your asset. I know. I'm just. I'm just. I'm just trying it's to messing with me. All right. Anyways, bottom line is, if you have X amount of credit available to you, that's not an emergency fund. So number one, if you lose your job and stuff like that, then you may not be able to depend on having a line of credit or, you know, your situation could change and, you know, you you could have uh, uh, your identity stolen or or something crazy and lose and lose that credit. And second of all, if something really crazy happens where you're having to use your emergency fund, like, especially if you lose your job, the last thing you want is that once you're back on your feet, you have to start paying off this debt that you've now incurred um, because of the emergency. So mm-hmm. you want to be able to have that foundation. So um, available credit is not an li- uh, emergency fund. You need to have actual cash saved up to pay for whatever it is. And if you do have to use your emergency fund, you want to replenish that with cash. So credit is not a substitute. And then you also want to make sure that you're not investing that money. So I know it sucks, like especially if you have 5000 bucks or something or whatever sitting mm-hmm. in a savings account. You're like, I'm not earning any money off this money. I could be investing it and, you know, I could have invested the dip and made 20% or whatever it was. But that's not the point of your emergency fund. Like you, you will totally have money to invest and play with but you need to be able to count on that money and make sure that it's there when you need it um and so generally the best place to keep an emergency fund is in a tfsa savings account but 
if you're a person that doesn't have credit card or a line of credit or money immediately available to you that you can pay back with, uh, with your emergency fund, then you need to keep that in a place that you can use it immediately. Cause you got to think if something happens to me today and I need to pay for something right now, how am I going to do that? And so a lot of these online banks, um, have really great interest, uh, savings rates, uh, saving percentage rates for TFSAs and regular savings accounts, but it could take a couple days to get that money transferred from that bank to you. So whatever, wherever it is that you park it, whether it's a regular savings account or a TFSA savings account or something like that, um, make sure that you can actually spend it. Um, or at least, but it shouldn't be so easy that you just use yeah, it all the time. Good point. Cause so. I can tell you <laughs> that's exactly what I would do all the time. And then I would start from scratch and then do the same thing over and over again. Cause you yeah. know, there's, I'm not going to lie. I'm awful. I'm awful when it comes to budgeting. I'm terrible. Yeah, if you don't have discipline, then yeah, maybe your checking account isn't a great place to keep your emergency fund. Um, but you do want it to be available to you. So it should be in an account that you can transfer money to, like your checking account or something like that. Or um, even like a lot of the online banks um, will give you a card for that. So you could open a, a completely free account somewhere. Mm-hmm. I don't want to like promote any one specific right. thing, but um, you can open an account somewhere and have a card specifically for that and never ever use that card. Like just keep it just for that and that way it's available if you need it, but it's not like your main card that you're using for your expenses and stuff. So you're not right. tempted. If you're if it's out of sight, it's out of mind, right? Yeah. So yeah. um and yeah, that's it. And if you are someone that has a hard time budgeting and saving, then you can use the pay yourself first rule. So when you do get paid and you're doing your budget and you're saying, oh, I got all these things I need to pay for and I'm psyched. I've got a plan for my month. Mm-hmm. The first thing you should do is pay, like send your savings money to your savings account because that way when the money runs out at the end of the month, instead of skimping on your savings, you're you're going to skimp on going out to eat. Yeah, or I think instead. I was understanding pay yourself meant like, what was it they used to say in Parks and Rec? What? Treat yourself. Oh, treat yourself. I was taking the treat yourself. No, <laughs> route that's the opposite. Of, that's the opposite well, of what I mean. Pay yourself. Treat yourself. Pay yourself first means put your money in your savings account. Oh my god! I before wish... you go buy video games or new shoes or something. Yeah, I mean, honestly, honestly, I think in school they need to spend a lot more time teaching kids how important it is to budget your money mm-hmm. and and just how much things cost like real life crap not some of the stuff that you never put to use yeah. ever it's ridiculous because you can't assume people are going to learn that from their environment you just can't because you, you you just can't because people might learn bad habits and then it's not good yeah you know and it's difficult like it's difficult when you're younger not even just when you're younger, but it's a difficult when you're, you know, maybe you're hanging around with people that have more than you and you like try to keep up the Joneses and stuff. Like it's a whole bunch of reasons why people can fall into that bad habit. And once you're in it, it's super freaking hard to break, man. Like honestly, coming here, huge wake up call to me because I, well, like making more conscious decisions 
as a consumer definitely changed the way I spent my money because I couldn't just run out and grab whatever I wanted and like spend money that money that I didn't have like on credit and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But I used to shop so much and some of it was out of boredom. Some of it was just, you know, emotional shopping or whatever, whatever, for whatever reason. But, you know, especially once you realize like you don't have that income coming in and you got to start. I definitely got caught by the Amazon trap. It's just too easy to buy stuff online. And like, instead of buying stuff on Amazon, I should have just been buying Amazon stock because it was just like a no brainer that it was like addictive. So yeah, yeah, they lower that, they lower the resistance. uh, I forget what it's called, the fluidity of decision-making, but, um, but yeah, like when you're paying with cash, there's a psychological effect happening when you're physically handing over money. And then we switch to like in our in our lifetimes, this has happened, right? Like I remember as a kid mm-hmm. when like debit came out and people switched from checks to debit cards. And even when checks came out, that that would have had a psychological effect. But like every step of the way, as technology has gotten um, more and more fluid for exchanging currency, yeah. it's it doesn't have the same psychological effect in your mind that you're actually spending your hard-earned money. You know what I mean? It's just numbers. And, and in a lot of cases... Like, I want everybody to think about the last time they paid for something with tap. And I want you to think about whether you actually even were conscious of what number was on that screen. Like the amount. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because I know for sure I've paid for something before. And then I've been like, how much was that again? Like, yeah. I didn't even really realize, like, what it was. But, um, but yeah, like, and nothing major. It's just like... It freaks me out when like I leave a grocery store or maybe I bought a coffee or something and then I realized that I didn't even consciously think about what the actual number was that I just parted ways with. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what's happening. <laughs> Memphis is like Oh my god. He's I'm telling you, he he's got his like, I'm done. I'm just gonna act like a, a He's fool on his back, now. rolling around yeah, on the couch like a maniac. He's making all kinds of noise because he wants us to pay attention to him now. Okay, it's all right, I get Well, I guess that's my cue. But bottom line yeah. is, I think COVID was a huge wake-up call for a lot of people. And I also want people to, anybody that's listening, don't get bummed out. If you do not have an emergency fund and you've never budgeted before, it's never too late. You can well, be 80 years old, and today is an excellent day to start. So don't get I agree get it's never too late, but I disagree with, I think, COVID was not a, a huge wake-up call. I think... A lot of people, unfortunately, fell down the rabbit hole of spending because they couldn't go out and do things and see people. So they had to get things to like, like fill their time. And also because, you know, it was marketed as there's there's like so much marketing during this whole COVID thing. I mean, like even I was talking to you about the whole music scene of like cottagecore and all that whole thing and like how... You know, everything is all about being at home and taking it slow and la 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 and like got to get this candle and this mad and this, you know, this essence of whatever I'm going to spray all over my body and make me be at one with nature. And like, I like all the woo woo stuff. Don't get me wrong. But like, you know, suddenly like $200 jogging pants became things that people needed, you know, and it's it's brutal and and big. Oh, not going to lie. I was looking at sites, like, I was like looking that. at onesies. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't pull the oh, trigger. Oh, you mean like pajamas but or I overalls? Was, no, I wanted a tuxie. 
What the hell is that? Oh my god, you saw it on Dragon's Den. It's that's that anyway. A- we're not gonna okay. get into this. All right, yeah, no. But I wanted that tuxy. I'm like, I I would onesie. Like, I have one pair of jogging pants that barely stay on me, and I have been like a year in now, going. I really do need to get a new pair. Just it's low on the tone pole of things that I need. Wow, now I did it. It's low on the list of priorities. Is low on the totem pole offensive? I think if you think about it, you'll see that maybe that's not an expression that we need to use. Well, you'll figure you, you you got it. You'll figure it out. Okay, I'm confident. And uh, yeah, but yeah. So, Tuxies are expensive. They look like quality, but I just no. I, I want I, stuff I'm I can wear out in public. Thank you very much. I don't want to be buying stuff. You can I'm, you can wear them out in public. They oh look really good. If I don't want, what do you wear? Oh, I'm wearing a tuxie. Oh, okay. Maybe I shouldn't say that. Maybe it's awesome, and I don't know. And now I'm shitting all over it's really cool. product. Okay. Uh, all right. I just told everybody to save their money. So please do not go out to tuxie.com or whatever it hey, is. Hey, you can't say that. They're going to figure it out. I mean, they... You can't tell people not they're to... They're going to Google it. <laughs> it's a really cool onesie, but do not buy it, okay? Put that money in hey, your emergency account. If they can afford it, they can Okay, look, if, if Tuxie contacts me and starts sponsoring this show, the next week I'll tell everybody to go buy Tuxie because I'm a total sellout and I'll put that money in my emergency account. Is that like fund. something that... Is it something that like makes access difficult? No, it's... Access is, is excellent with the Tuxie. <laughs> Oh, uh, actually, I forgot to mention this, but yeah, like just recently, this has become um, forefront in our lives because even though we did have a fully funded emergency fund, mm-hmm. um, you know, Memphis needed surgery on his ear. Oh my god! And then he had stomach issues and stuff, and um, I had a I had a uh, issue with a tire on my car, and I had yeah. to replace two tires. And now he's got like that like cancerous thing on his thing he's on got his chin that he's, he's got surgery coming up on the 18th which is going to cost over 400 dollars. and he recently had a huge stomach issue which just cost yeah. over 500 and seriously don't come at us with the whole just put your dog down because like we don't roll like that i don't believe in that you wouldn't do that to your grandmother your daughter your yeah, it's wife not, it's not whatever. about that uh, we no but i've had people say that to me again another thing that makes Making friends difficult when someone thinks that, you know, your your pets are not important. Anyways, I don't even like the word pet. The my same, buddy. The same situation buddy. could have applied, like, if we had a kid or something or whatever. Yeah, exactly. But bottom line is, I thought, I thought we were good, but then yeah. it seems like, I don't know if it's, like, uh, Murphy's Law or something, but, like, well, when, no, he, when, when bad things happen, they're, they're going to happen all at once. And so, like, within the span of a month. Oh, well, you're talking about, like, when something happens, it happens in threes. Or, uh, or, because Murphy's Law is more like whatever. Something's going to happen, it will hap- happen. Well, whatever bad happen will happen. Okay. Type of thing, I think. And a bad thing would be for you to have multiple emergencies in a row and yeah. drain your emergency fund. So, yeah, you never know. And, uh, and then, the, but the, the difference is, because we had that money saved up, we were able to pay for it and we didn't have to put it on a credit card or something and now start paying that off. And in the end, when you're putting a lot of stuff on a credit card, you're paying all that interest on it and you end up with less money in the yeah in the end, you know? Yeah. So just something to think about. If anybody's having any issues trying to figure out how much they need in their emergency fund, feel free to email me. I'm not a financial planner or a chartered accountant or whatever, but I'm more than happy to give you my advice as another human being who 
does a lot of reading and a lot of thinking. Yeah, about you've been working really hard finance. to improve our situation. Yeah. And I think we're, we're, but we're, you're, I say we, but really it's you. You're plugging away at, I think, at getting stuff. Like, I think we're on track. Like, you obviously don't let me go crazy wild. I mean, I have my stuff that I have to pay, but yeah, you've been keeping us basically on track. The only thing we argue about is needing a new shower curtain, which I have refused to buy Fuck, so far. Man. Seriously? She wants a really fancy shower Honestly, curtain. Honestly, okay, first of all, it's not fancy. It's washable. It's not made with toxic chemicals. I know. It's just the average person, if you told them, hey, I, I, I need $100. We also don't support some of these places that the average person may go in Look, and buy. I would I, this forfeit isn't an argument. beer I'm with you. any day to not have to look at that freaking nasty Look, ass <laughs> full of holes fucking shower curtain. Okay. It has to be washed. Con- like, I want it. I'm it's, fine with washing a shower curtain, but this thing, this has taken on a life of its own. Like it's getting crazy. It was a hemp shower curtain. It was awesome. We've had it, but it takes work, and you don't like to put the work in. At first, in when we got to, it, I hated it, but well, I, it's grown on me. I know, but I've also been super slack on the rules of how to keep it maintained, <laughs> and now look at it. It's awful. It's horrible. Anyway, bottom line is, I'm not. I'm not against, I'm with you for the shower curtain. I'm just saying the initial reaction when someone says we need to spend a hundred dollars on a shower curtain. No, it's not a hundred dollars. Now you're sending out the wrong information. It is not anywhere near a hundred dollars. Okay. A shower curtain and the liner is half of that. American. No, it's Canadian. It's Canadian. It's just because we, because I was like, oh, well we get 10% off because you're like a new customer or whatever. And I think the shipping might be like $10 or $15 or something. But the actual shower curtain itself and the liner together is okay, not that much. How many dollars do we actually need total at the end of the day in order to get this? Well, I don't know because it totally depends on what the shipping is going to cost, right? Like right, uh, it was on sale and we didn't get it. So now it's back up to the regular. I think it's like $40 or $45 All right, or something. fine. Anyways. You get a number. Put well, it on I'm the board. Well, I'm going to put my last little bit in about the whole friendship thing. I'm just going to say. Okay. All I wanted to say was, I think that if you're trying to make friends and you're not really sure what to do, I don't even know where I'm going with this. <laughs> if you got any ideas, hit me up. Let me know how you do it. And the only other thing I was going to say is, yeah, we all need to be a little more open-minded, us included. Um, and if you know things are uncomfortable for people to talk about or like, I mean, it could even be like a religion thing, you know, like don't don't judge and don't push your agenda and, you know, you can educate, but then you kind of have to respect somebody's stance at some point and move on. And if you're super uncomfortable with that, that's okay too. But don't assume that you can't be friends with people that are not exactly like you. That's all I want to say. Okay. Well, my song for the episode is All the Debts I Owe. <laughs> I by, love that song. It's so great. By Camp. I, ho- I hope I'm saying that right. It's C-A-A-M-P. Comp. Yeah, I don't know. They're, I think they're from uh, Ohio. So say it with an Ohio accent if you know what an Ohio accent is. I found that song for you. Good for you. 
You never give me credit for when I find something that's cool. I don't remember you finding that song. I found that song. No, you didn't. I was playing it, and you're like, oh. You're like, oh, man. I found that song. You're so bad for that. You did not find that song. (laughs) I swear to God, man. How many times? Somebody be like, oh, that's cool. And you're like, oh, yeah, thanks. And you never say, oh, yeah, like, Alethea found that for me. Well, I guess I'm forgetful. Nah. You just want to take credit. (laughs) What's your song? Uh, Wolf Like Me, because we both really like it, and it's TV on the radio, and they're awesome, mm-hmm. and yep, that's it, Wolf Like Me. I got to find another Wolf Like Me. Oh, uh, Camp also has a really good song called uh, Vagabond. You should check out. Yes. So uh, that's it. And TV on the radio has a whole bunch of good songs you should check out. <laughs> I'm just joking. I was just doing like a stupid tit for tat thing. Uh, what Do they have other good songs? TV on the radio? I haven't heard anything Yes, else. lots. Like what? Just go check it out. Okay. All right, I will. I'll check that out. Check you out. (laughs) Yeah.